and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live from the studio shop and warehouse at the world headquarters of Finally the Knitting Corner, located at 12th and Lincoln Avenue in the heart of Prospect Park. We're your hosts, Brianna, Happy, Natalie, and Stephanie. And a huge thanks to our audience from joining for joining us from their corner of the world. So today our podcast topic is all about our what we would want in our personal time capsule. So now it's time to grab a drink and listen up because we're about to get started. So should we start with what's on our needles first? Absolutely, yeah. So I I need to get into a system where I actually have something on the needles on Thursdays because I just took something off the needles the other day. <laughs> but I, since last time we talked, I have made one of the samples for the next calendar. I, I finished the fetch toy, the little bones. Yes. They, it was so much fun in it. And it was a super fast, like one night sit seated knit. Um, I made both pieces, put them together and stuffed it. It's all done. It's so cute. Um, my cat was already playing with the sample. <laughs> is Ellie approved? Does Ellie like it? It is not Ellie approved because Ellie is a destroyer of toys. And so she would just like eat the yarn, which is fine. But, um, I didn't want her to destroy that one. So I have it ready to go in, in a bag with the pattern with my notes in it to bring to the knitting shop. Um, but that's what was on my needles this week. I have to start a new sample and that's usually like my Thursday night thing. I start something new. <laughs> Do you have another sample to start? Yeah, when Natalie and I were there, we bagged up all of the yarn and patterns and I took five of them home. Wow. So what's yeah. next? Are you going to save that for now? I, I have a lot of little things. Uh, like there's some of the smaller projects. Um, I, I haven't even looked at them yet. I don't know. We'll see. I think I might start the um, tea time towel because I want to do some color work. So I might start that one. Very cool. All right. So I have on my needles. Well, I had the same two projects last because I am doing two samples for the next calendar as well, but they're garments and they're for me. So I always forget that they're really samples, but they're really for me. It's soundtrack and um, the other one is the plume poncho and I still love them both. They're just like perfect. Um, but I did actually today, I was tidying up the hallway. I have a knitting basket in the hallway, like of all the places. And I thought, let me go through this basket. And lo and behold, I found a little child size sweater that I was knitting on. And this is back about this time, what well, was before this time, it was a little more than a year ago, when we were gonna launch a class for the first sweater class and we were writing our own instructional pattern. Oh. I thought about it and I pulled it out and it's like three quarters of the way done. So it is on my needles and I'm gonna finish it. I have to say, I really like it. So that is what is on my needles. I thought you were gonna say you pulled out your raindrop sweater. <laughs> was in the same bag I <laughs> we all have that one project you know <laughs> keeps you all right yeah it keeps it keeps you humble <laughs> um all right so this week I have been working on the heel tab socks and I'm almost done the first one so I'm gonna do the first one take a break start another sample and I've decided I'm not gonna finish the second pair until after I've done the first one of everything because I'm the pair knitter so I'm knitting both pairs of slippers. I have the socks started. 
and then we'll see what else comes my way. <laughs> and a good system though. It, I think so because then I can experience everything once and make all my notes and then I can relax for the next half of knitting. So I think it's a good system. I'm excited to get it rolling and uh, hopefully I'll finish the sock this week. Awesome. All things for the feet this time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no hand stuff. No hand stuff right now. Mm -hmm. Lots of feet stuff. Good. All right. All right. So for me, it's still the cable throw and it will be the cable throw for a while. And that class is a lot of fun. We had it last night. Um, and I need to get on my needles, the bolster pillow that's coming up. Um, but that has not gotten onto my needles officially yet, but I have the yarn and I have everything to go. I just haven't really been knitting this past week, but I will. <laughs> but I did, I told Kathy last night, I did bring my knitting when I went into labor and I was in the waiting room for three hours before they would even take me back to like say whether or not I could stay in the hospital. And for those three hours, I sat there and I knitted on the cabled throw and it was a wonderful distraction. Um, it's always wonderful to bring your knitting to doctor's offices because you don't get nearly as irritated when they don't take you back because yeah. you have something to do. Yeah, it really puts your mind in a different place that you, you can't think about the fact that they haven't seen you yet because you're so busy thinking about the chart. You've exactly. <laughs> so it's great. Good job. That, that was a really fun class. Like you, that is the class mm -hmm. that Stephanie, her mother-in-law, her sister-in-law are in. It's just a neat class. It's, it's all of our classes. I, these live streaming Zoom classes have been really a lot of fun. So anyway, cool. Yes, and what is Henry knitting? <laughs> Oh, he well he was apparently knitting a cable throw until he decided <laughs> that I needed to put it down <laughs> yeah but we'll pick it back up I picked it back up and I got to knit it for an hour last night during class which was awesome I got that hour to myself perfect perfect yeah great so should we jump into our topic so Yes. <laughs> Do you want to say a little bit about why we're doing this topic? Because I have no idea. Oh, yeah. I didn't even mention it, did I? Okay, so this topic jumped into my head this week for two reasons. Um, the number one reason, I guess, what really got my thoughts thinking was somewhere on the news this week in our local news, they were showing a time capsule that had been um, dug up, I guess is the word, I don't know, revealed, dug up. And it was supposed to have been buried for a much longer time, but it was only buried for like 26 years, but they had to dig it up because of building. So they dug it up and they decided to open it. Like Ed said, well, why didn't they just rebury it someplace else? I'm like, I don't know, but they opened it. So it got me thinking about that. That used to be like a big activity that we did back in our school days, like burying these time capsules. I I've never seen one that got opened up. So that was in my mind. And then, you know, um, when I'm at the shop on the days that I'm there by myself, I, it just hit me this week as I was looking around. I'm like, this is sort of like a time capsule here. It's just like, you know, stopped. Everything that's there, well, it's not everything that is there, but it feels like it's stopped. So I felt like I'm like, well, this is a little bit of a time capsule. So I don't know. I, I never thought about, um, it got me thinking about what would I put in a time capsule? What would you put in a time capsule? That's really interesting. I actually have seen a time capsule open. 
Um, when I was in fifth grade, our elementary school, my fifth grade year was its 50th anniversary. And they had put a time capsule in, in a 19, I don't know. But in 2004, because that was 50 years later, they pulled it out and opened it up. I don't remember because I, I was so young, like I don't have valid memories <laughs> that far back. Um, but I do remember that was the same year I had that pink poodle skirt because it was the 50th year, 1950s theme little sock hop thing. Um, but they opened a time capsule. But for my personal time capsule, since I had some time to think about this today, the first thing I thought of was like my favorite outfit. And the only thing I could think of to like show off the fashion at least my fashion was my favorite middle school outfit that I would wear to like go play with my friends because I was I just felt like so cool in it and it had pockets and it was my green camouflage cargo shorts pockets with a, a light blue t-shirt that had Yoshi on it like from Nintendo did not match at all but that was my favorite and my my black Reebok sneakers that was that was my aesthetic so I would totally put that outfit in there to to show people who I was a little quirky a little silly um should I can I say all three of mine or should we do one at a time and keep going around? Does it? What do you girls think? Let's do let's do one at a time. So that was my number one thing. Okay, number one. Okay, like I'll go next with my number one thing, and actually, it's um, pretty similar to yours, Brianna. It involves clothes, and actually, it it would be um, some of my mom and dad's clothes. I know that sounds silly, but um, it tells our story. So my maiden name was Stuart, and my family thinks that they invented the Stuart plaid, I guess. <laughs> so our whole lives revolved around plaid. So I would want to put into this time capsule um, that fabric and, um, you know, something from my mother's wardrobe and something from my dad's wardrobe because they both had some Stuart plaid outfits. My dad had Stuart plaid pants. Let me tell you, they were jazzy. And my mom, of course, she could just totally, she just wore the cutest little kilts that were all plaid and she always looked so cute in them. So because it represents our family name, I would put that into the time castle. Yeah, I love that. Right. Natalie? All right, well, the first thing that I would put in is the Rambling Rose blanket that I made, Chris, because if I'm going down, that thing better be appreciated. <laughs> Um, so that's number one that's going in the time capsule. <laughs> that would be a great thing. Can you imagine? I'm envisioning this time capsule already of people pulling these things out and going, okay, look at this cargo short plaid skirts and this ginormous blanket. Stephanie, what are you going to put in number one? Technology, my cell phone, because I live off of it. All my pictures are on it. And I find for time capsules, capsules, technology to be like the most mind-blowing thing. Really, 50 years ago, the iPhone was not like it is. So like we're not there. So um, I would love to put technology in. So my phone. That's they could open that time capsule in five years and the technology would be totally different. They mm -hmm. go, what is this here? That's a, that's, that's a cool one. Good one. Yeah, I like that. And speaking of like pictures on a cell phone, my second one 
is pictures. And I didn't even think about like the pictures on my phone. I always go back to, I have this baby wipes box full of old, old pictures and they're like film photos and Polaroid pictures of like us as kids and like me with my friends and family. And that's something that I would put in my time capsule just because it's something that like I bring with me everywhere. I don't have a lot of things that are too sentimental, like things that I keep, but that box of pictures I always have. And I always know where it is, even though I don't ever pull it out that often to look through. But every time I move or every time I'm like doing the, the spring clean refresh of the house, I know where it is. I pull it out and I look through it. And it just, it, it's fun as a reminder. That's a, that's a very good one. All right, so my number two would be the cigar box from the knitting shop. Do you remember? That was our flash register. Oh my God. <laughs> and um, I put my $5 in there every week. $5 for kids knit into the cigar box every week. That's right. Oh my God. So it would definitely be the cigar box from the knitting shop. And it was. It collected the money for kids knit. Your $5. And remember, it was Bitsy who was mm -hmm. in charge of collecting the money into the box. And oh my golly, there's a there's memory. I think that cigar box should be in a museum one day. The Smithsonian? <laughs> I really do think so. It does tell a story. And you know, real fast, so the background of that cigar box was, this is how prepared I was to open a business. The night before we're opening, Ed said to me, do you have anything to put the money in? I'm like, oh, money. We're going to make money? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. He's like, a register? I'm like, no. And he handed me the cigar box. And that was that was our only register for a very long time. So, but then technology has taken us further. All right, that's my number two. Natalie, what's your number two? So mine's a little corny for number two, but Chris and I on our first date, we went to a Phillies game. And I don't remember how, but we got a baseball. I don't know if we caught it or what happened, but we have a baseball. I'll show it to you guys. We have it in this case, and it has the date of our first date on it, and I, I just, I love it. I think it's so different and cool, and I would want this in the time capsule. That's, That's cool. Great memorabilia. That fact that you got that on your first date, and it has mm -hmm. on it. That is so cool. Wow. Love these Very stories. This is neat. All right. Definitely. Okay. So mine would also be back to photographs. Um, I make for my kids, um, like their photograph books, you know how you can get on Groupon and buy, um, like printer picks, like photo books. I make them photo books for, um, for when they're born the first six months of their life. And then the next six months. And then I do years from there. Um, but I would just do the first year for both of them just because then you get the pictures of like everybody and then my kids. So very oh, something yeah pictures and you have pictures that aren't in a phone isn't that mm -hmm. so you've got them in a book you've got them in a box like i think about that as you're talking about like i have a ton of pictures well there's some there's a lot of them up here with me because that was my generation and of course my mother's and all do you guys miss having pictures at all like the actual pictures i i kind of do i we took a trip um, to Disney World when I was a kid, like our family vacation. And we have a box of pictures 
from that trip that like every once in a while we would go through and it's always so fun to sit down like see you as a as a younger version of yourself and like see your family younger and like it I feel like it's such a better memory jogger than looking at your pictures on a phone. Like mm-hmm. you, I, I remember for some pictures, I remember going to the store to get the developed film. Like that, yeah. that like my memories are that vivid for some of those things. I, I, I like physical pictures a lot more. Well, yeah. Yeah. Physical pictures are so there's something there. They're tactile. They're, sharing you can pass them around there's something there so all right well i like those photo books for us katie my daughter goes through them all the time we keep them out and she pulls them out and she's like that's where i was as a baby and then we talk about all the things that we got to do her first year of life and um, where we went and things that we traveled on and yes they're probably in our phone buried somewhere but it's so nice that they're in the photo book and you just flip through the pages and you see her growing through every page and it's it's just a nice little thing to put on your coffee table yeah and you know it's always there and then mm-hmm. you know, the time they're like in their teens she'll have like a collection of yeah pulling that book off the shelf and they'll love them too so we're not we'll see <laughs> And how old they are. <laughs> they might be too cool. <laughs> All right, the last item, what's it going to be? My last item, I couldn't pick anything specific, but I, I have to say any knitting. Any knitting that I've done should go in that time capsule just because it's a big part of my life. And everything that I've made has its own story. So that's that's why I say it doesn't matter what it is as long as there's knitting in the time capsule I don't care very cool I and you know you just got me thinking so I didn't write this down but this would be item number four so I can't go there but my knitting notebook but you know my other thing that I want to put in the time capsule is my bible um I this is a a gift that we received for our wedding and it's um it's the place where I tuck things in. I just put them, I go, I don't know what to do with this. I'll put it in my Bible. And I just keep putting things in there. And, you know, I don't think I ever realized this until I was making, you know, packing up my mom's house and all. And she did the same thing. And so it was like, I don't know, it was a receipt or something. It was somebody's phone number. It's just these little things. And every once in a while, I open up my Bible. I should read my Bible. I just open it up to go through it. It's kind of like a little scrapbook kind of thing. So uh, I think I would put my Bible in there. <laughs> All right, don't get mad at me, God. Okay, Natalie. <laughs> I love that. So my final thing is um, books. So Total Millennial, I grew up with the Harry Potter series. It came out when I was little, the first book, and I just kind of grew with it. So loved it. It was a huge defining part of my childhood. I would definitely put that in the box. And then my teen years, a thousand percent the Twilight books. I just would need to include them, I feel like, because I was obsessed with them. They were like a personality for me. So (laughs) I feel like they need to go in the box. (laughs) Perfect. Excellent. All right, Stephanie, what's your last item into the box, into the time capsule box? Into the time capsule. The white scarf that we do in the beginner class because I am not more proud of anything else than that white scarf and because that's where it all started it's where I met all of you and um yeah that's 
I always feel like after that class, I felt so accomplished. Like I made this. So yeah. That is so cool. That's, that never gets old, that white mm-hmm. scarf, but it is. And you, when I see somebody wearing them, you know, they get worn so often because it is something that works, but yet it is proud. It's, it's the pride of what you learned. And, oh, it's great. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I feel like that reminds me of like that whole provider thing, like being able to make something with your hands for the first time, like knit something for the first time is such a thing, like where you're like, I can do this. I can provide for people. I can provide for myself. And it reminds me so much of when the pandemic first happened and I couldn't find rice and I went everywhere to find rice because we had been watching Survivor and I was like, we can't go into lockdown without rice. <laughs> and I found rice at Swiss Farms. And I just, that's what the beginner scarf reminds me of. It's like that provider mindset. So you can do it. I had that in my mind today too. I don't know why. I think this is the first time that I like, really, well, not the first time. I really stocked up today and I was, it just hit me like how we felt this time last year. It was just, it was scary to think about what source of food and and blah 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 and now we've all kind of managed that but natalie that box of rice i just have to tell you this i got that box of rice do you remember (laughs) i need it rice (laughs) and you said i have some in the trunk of my car and i'm like are you kidding me and i got i got that box of rice and you probably replaced it with the rice from the swiss farms i don't know but i got rice (laughs) I sure did. And you know what? Best rice that I ever bought. <laughs> but it is the provider. So you are the provider. I can get you rice. I can get you a scarf. I can take care of you. It is a good feeling. All right. So let's, let's one, one other quick question on the time capsule. Once we fill it up with our things, how long should we bury it? When do you want this time capsule to be opened? I think after I'm gone like a hundred years. I, 50, well, for me, 50 would be, I hopefully would still be here on earth. Um, but I, like, I, I don't know. I don't want to be around. I don't want people to judge me. So after I'm gone. <laughs> I didn't think about that. What if I was still here? They went, what was that? <laughs> so yeah, after I'm gone, anytime after I'm gone, we could start a new trend. We should all bury our own time capsules and write this note that god forbid something happens to me go get the time capsule and then, yeah <laughs> all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with 50 years I, I think that would be enough time um but yeah so 50 years for me natalie how long is yours gonna be buried i think 100 years i'm gonna go with 100, go for 100. feels like a nice round number yeah daphne i'm gonna go with 25 i want to be around I want to well hopefully I want to open and see the difference like see the differences in technology and what we put in there see the differences in the pictures and the clothing style and I like comparing different time periods so I would 25 see the change that's pretty cool all right Mm -hmm. all right well are we ready to wrap this thing up all right. So if you like our show and want to find out more about us, check out our website, finallythenittingcorner.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and leave us a review on iTunes so more people can find us. So hopefully you finished your drink by now because it's time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening. <laughs>